Together we pray, come Holy Spirit. Come Lord, we give you permission to do what you desire to do. Lord, make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil that your word may bear great and abundant fruit in our lives. Illuminate these scriptures, these great mysteries, this great feast for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Christ the King, this great feast at the end of the liturgical year, this great feast of our particular parish. He is our, our patron. What a gift it is. But we think of this, this title and the reality of Christ our King. I think it is one that is more difficult for us to accept and to live in our life. Maybe it's easier for us to think of Christ as our Savior Maybe even Christ is my friend. To acknowledge, I understand that Christ is both God, one fully God and fully man. But to say and to live out that Christ is my king, that Christ is our king, is a little bit more difficult. I think there's something within us because of the effect of original sin. There's something even within us as a culture in the U.S. Like, we don't like kings. We want to be king. We want to be queen. We want to ultimately say uh, what is right, what is wrong. You can't tell me what to do. Bishop Duca was here this morning for confirmation, and that's how he kind of started his homily. He's like, you know, you listen to the thoughts of, of children sometimes, but adults are saying them the same as well. Like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to do whatever I want. And this notion of Christ being our king, again, it's hard for us to accept. Now, part of the reason I believe this is the case is because we misunderstand who Jesus is as king. This idea, king, in the beginning of our country, right, where the 13 colonies were like, hey, king, you stay over there, you leave us alone, we're going to rule ourselves, which we are blessed to live in an amazing country. And blessed to have the freedoms that we have is absolutely beautiful. But it, it can give us, our history can give us, and, and the history of the world can give us a false notion as king. Jesus is not a king who has come to be served. He's not a king who comes to press his thumb down. He's not a king who's trying to bind us or take things from us. But he is a king who Jesus says, I've come not to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom. That he is not a king to, that comes to bind us up and take things from us, but he only comes to set us free and to give us everlasting life. The very life of God in our souls. And we aren't deserving of this. I mean, you think a king, like someone has done something wrong, you're like, okay, jail, death, see ya, something, right? But our king says, even in your sin, I will die for you. That I am the one who is giving my life for you. This is the notion of who Jesus is. 
That his kingship is to set us free. And this is connected to him being Savior. Again, the part that's easy for us or easier for us to receive. The Lord as my Savior. Blessed be his mercy. But then we get down into like living day-to-day life, you know, and like, well, the Lord teaches this particular thing or the church teaches this particular thing, right? And so, mm, not so much. I don't know about that. Like, I'm going to decide what's right. I'm going to decide what's wrong. I'm going to live my life in this particular area, in this particular way, how I want. Brothers and sisters, when we do that, there's nothing else to call it but sin. There's nothing else to call it. And it's actually a form of idolatry. All of us, me, you, all of us, when we sin, what we say is, my will, Lord, is above yours. That my desires, my thoughts, my notions of what is right or wrong, Lord, is above yours, and I will not serve. I will live how I desire. And so we take Jesus' crown, right, and we put it on ourselves and say, I'm king and I'm queen. But again, because we can think that, gosh, his, the, the, the law of Christ, the law of the church is just there to bind me up, but actually the law is to set us free. If we go back to the beginning, when the Lord was taking the Israelites from slavery, right, he took them from slavery, and then what is, he's establishing that as his people, and then what does he give them? Hit the Ten Commandments. Why? To teach them how to live a beautiful life. To teach them to stay free and be in communion with him. Because actually, if a law is just, then it gives you freedom. If it is unjust, then yes, that takes freedom from you. But Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. We think of this example like the rules of music. Okay, the rules of music. You could tell me, hey, Father, you're free to go play the piano. And I will tell you, I am not free. I can walk over there and I'm free to make a bunch of noise. And you would run out screaming, please no. right? Because I don't know any of the rules of music. I just don't. And so I can bang on keys and nobody would call it music. But if you were to come and you were to begin to teach me, someone from the outside would have to inform me, push this key then and this key then and in this particular rhythm and tempo and all the different things, and I could base, learn some basics of music, and I would have a certain level of freedom. But then if I practice over and over, and if I really learn the rules of music, I could play a bunch of songs and sing at the same time. You might not be excited about it, but maybe it'd be fun. And then if I really learned and like really interiorized the rules of music, I could make new music that no one has ever heard before, but only within the rules of music. I mean, you don't have to be, I don't have to be Mozart to be listening to someone playing the piano or the guitar or whatever it is, and you hear, bong, you're like, yep, that wasn't right. I don't have a clue what you did when you did the right thing or the wrong thing, but I know that spot right there, no dice, not good. And so we, we realize this, like the law, again, the rules of language. We can only communicate, you can only understand me because we both know the rules of English. If I was speaking in Chinese, which I don't know, I mean, only if you knew those rules could we freely communicate. It's within 
a law that is good, right? And particularly the law that the Lord gives us, that sets us free. So Christ, it is the moral law of who God is and who we are in his image and likeness. And so it is there that we are set free as the rules of music give the musician freedom to play beautiful music. The law of Christ gives us the freedom to be beautiful people, to be saints, to be in communion with the Lord. So the question this feast day asks us at the end of the liturgical year, where in your life and where in my life is Jesus not king? Where in our lives is the Lord not king? In my speech? In my thoughts? In the way I look at or judge particular people or things that I say or believe or things that I entertain in my relationships? In is the Lord King of my time, my bank account? Name it, right? Where is the Lord not King? Where is the Lord not King in my life and in your life? And we need to ask the Lord for mercy and forgiveness and then pray, right, for the grace to, to crown him to follow him. And it is then that we will live in the freedom of the sons and daughters of the Father. The freedom of the sons and daughters of God. And that we will actually share in the Lord's reign. That we will manifest his kingdom. After the 6 p.m. Mass, we had a Eucharistic procession where we followed the Lord present in the Blessed Sacrament. Just a short procession out there, but to remind us that tangibly, like, we need to, like, Lord, you are the king, and I will follow you, and I will go out, and I will seek to establish, by your grace, your kingdom everywhere that I am. Which means that as the Lord was crucified, that we will experience some of that as well. But that's when the Holy Spirit will begin to continue to take over our life. So the question comes again. Where in your life and where in my life is Jesus not yet king? Why? Can I lay down my crown and give it back to Christ? That he may reign. And that I and that you may share and live in the freedom of the sons and daughters of the Father.